Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. So will someday your smartwatch talk to your blender? Maybe someday. Find out more on today's Smart Home Show, where we talk smart kitchen with the founder of The Orange Chef. Hey everyone, this is Mike Wolf. Welcome to the Smart Home Show. Today's guest is Santiago Morea, who is the CEO and founder of The Orange Chef, a company focused on making connected products for the kitchen. As some of you know, I have a little bit of a fixation with the smart kitchen, and so uh, I would, thought I would invite Santiago on because they introduced a new product this week, which I think is actually pretty cool, called the Countertop, which is a smart home device, a smart home system, really more of a system, and that's what makes it kind of innovative. The approach that they take is actually one where you, you have a base, and then you actually can connect all the different devices in your kitchen without adding a bunch of incremental costs, and that's the concept and we'll go more into it in the conversation. You'll find out more about that. But we also talk more broadly about the smart kitchen and some of the trends we see happening in there. So I think you'll like it. You can find out more about the Orange Chef by going to orangechef.com. As always, you can find more smart home shows by going to technology.fm. Or if you have the, a podcast player that you like, you're on your mobile device, uh, just search for smart home show and you can find us there as well. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Here's my conversation with Santiago Maria. Hey, well, I'm excited to have Santiago, uh, Santiago, why do you say your last name so I don't butcher it? Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I know that, that I would have been a problem if I... And so, everybody, everybody just calls me Santiago. And you are the CEO of The Orange Chef, and you guys had a pretty interesting day. You announced a new product, so I want to talk about that, uh, the countertop, but I also just want to talk more broadly about the Smart Kitchen and Orange Chef. Um, so let's let's save kind of the, the best for last on the countertop. Tell us a little bit about... Uh, the Orange Chef, because you guys are a company focused on the connected and smart kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we started in 2011. And when we started, we really started doing accessories for the iPad. And so the idea there was, you know, the iPad is such a great tool for the kitchen. It's it's a great cookbook. It's, it's a great, um, you know, note-taking device for when you're cooking. But there were no accessories for it. Like, there was not a, a way to protect it. There was not a way to to kind of like, you know, have it around you when you're cooking without having to worry about that, about, you know, spilling and, and getting it messy. And so we started with that concept, enabling the iPad to be in the kitchen. And very quickly after that, people started asking about connected devices, right? And so we moved from Minneapolis where we started this to San Francisco. And this is where we came up and developed our, our first connected device called PrepPad. Um, and that led to our new connected device called Countertop. PrepPad was your first, and I, if I, my memory serves right, it was a connected scale. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that was your first product, and that was introduced in 2011, 2012? That was introduced actually last year. Okay. Yeah. That was your first connected device, and you, 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 at first you were focused on making the iPad work in the kitchen, and your exactly. first connected device was last year. Okay. Yeah. So with the, with the other devices, we mean like, in, in retail, like really early on. So we had some really good traction there, but um, we wanted to do something on the connected device. And, you know, a, a scale sounded like a really great um, 
thing to do because the power of a scale in the kitchen is, is, is huge. People don't quite understand it because it's chefs that cook with scales and not, you know, regular people like you and I. Yeah. And so we did PrepPad um, as our first connected device. It was really interesting because um, we got a lot of traction with, with retailers and, and with people. And but, but more importantly, because we learned a lot about what the connected kitchen should look like. And so it was a great product, or it is, because we're at turn with, with the new product and said, if we continue making all these like gadgets, the problem is that people will have to spend money on a new gadget and then spend more money on another gadget, especially in a place like the kitchen where you have tons of gadgets and you have, you know, and it, and, and it will cost incredible amounts of money to replace them. If you think about what you have in your kitchen, like if you have a Vitamix, that's like about $500. If you have a, uh, a crock pot, depending on the model, that can be anywhere between another $50, $100. Um, you have, you know, coffee machines. You have so many different things. Um, you don't want to be buying like new versions of these, you know, um, every year. And so we thought about, you know, okay, if we're going to like connect the kitchen, if we're going to like, um, if we're going to connect this in a way that it can help people, but also make them feel empowered, like we cannot just, you know, continue inventing these devices. So what we did is we created these adapters, um, and to retrofit your current appliances. And that really changed the way we think about the, the, the smart kitchen. And that's really the, the, the countertop is a device that works with any of your, your old kitchen appliances. And that's kind of, that's what you're talking about when you're talking about adapting to and, and using the old, not creating a new connected product for every type of appliance. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we are basically using these NFC adapters and we have an NFC reader on countertop. And so whenever you connect, you know, whenever you put one of these adapters into one of your appliances. And so right now we partner with the first two appliances we partner with are, uh, Vitamix. Uh, for blenders and crock pot for the slow cookers. And so we have adapters for them. And when you put an adapter on a Vitamix blender, the adapter costs like $10 in pre-order and $20 when it hits retail. And so for that amount of money, you made your Vitamix smart. And so the value proposition is that you get countertop ones, you know, the base, that's, that's a hundred dollars in pre-order. And then, um, you start getting all these other experiences. When you put these adapters in your appliances, the crockpot adapter is like five bucks, right? And so the idea is that, you know, how can we make this affordable and available to everybody um, that wants to jump into the internet of things, but they're kind of skeptical about it yet? I think that's fascinating that you have uh, this idea of a base that works uh, with plugins that go into specific appliances to so you don't necessarily have to integrate all the, the smart intelligence to, into every device to make it more expensive, et cetera. How expansive are your plans to work with different types of devices? Because it sounds like you have two that you've started with, uh, the Crock-Pot and the Blender. Well, what will we see next? Yeah, so we, we definitely are looking at like the, the, the key people or the key brands in each vertical. And so for blending, we went to Vitamix. For slow cooker, we went to Crock-Pot. And so you can imagine that for the other verticals, we're talking to you know, very big, famous companies. And, and so I cannot share, like, you know, these conversations, even though sure. I, I would really like to. But um, we're very well advanced with a lot of these um, brands in the kitchen. And it's just really exciting. For them, what we provide is, 
you know, uh, an operating system in a way for the kitchen. They don't have to develop the software. They don't have to mess with, with all the intelligence behind the, the um, recommendations and all that stuff. Um, but at the same time, they're providing their customers with a digital experience that before they couldn't, right? Or that it would take them years and years and years to develop. And so um, it's a pretty different take on the Internet of Things. Um, but I think that, that it's going to be successful. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense because you have a lot of companies who don't necessarily want to build everything from scratch. And they also don't necessarily want to have a, kind of a really specialized device that is off to the side and kind of a special project that is a smart device with all this extra cost built in. And if they can just integrate with your device through a kind of a lower cost plug-in, this might be a better on-ramp for them, I guess, to get into the smart kitchen. Yeah. Exactly. And and this is out of their, you know, out of their specialty, right? Like this is... Software is not something that they're built to do. These are hardware companies. These are companies that make these appliances, and they're very good at doing that, but they're not structured to do software. Um, and so, and it's not that easy for them to, to suddenly, like, you know, re-spin their company and start making software. Um, and so, for them, it's a very low-cost, convenient way of, of offering this experience that they know their customers are craving. Talk a little bit about the, the broader smart kitchen opportunity because you guys saw it early on. And I, I, I'm right with you in that I, I saw one of the first signs was the, the use of iPads and mobile devices in the kitchen. Um, in our own surveys, we found that 25% of people who cook are already using some sort of mobile device to help them through, you know, whatever, finding recipes, et cetera. Um, yeah. But I, what do you see happening in the future? Because, I, I mean, I think it's going to be really interesting. You guys are already integrating, for example, with, with wearables to kind of let your smart kitchen know that maybe you're working out. Um, I, you know, I see stuff like uh, food replenishment being integrated. So maybe it's your refrigerator. Let you, your, your smart uh, cooking device know that you have ground beef and you could do a recipe of ground beef. So what are some of the things you mm -hmm. see happening? Yeah, I see an integration of many different services into a kitchen that right now belong to kind of like an analog world. And so, for example, shopping or or recommendations, like right now to have a wellness kind of coaching or nutritional coaching, you need to have a nutritionist, right? Or you need to go to someone, to a doctor, or, or you need to go online and, and search for these diets that in most most times these diets are just, terrible because they're trying to simplify something that should be personal. And so these kind of experiences, especially when you're taking into account the data that you generate with wearables and, and um, with other connected devices like, you know, body scales and, and, and so on, they can actually provide a lot of information to make this experience more personal with the use of, of, of a digital experience algorithms, you can um, make that experience very, 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 you know, personal in terms of like, okay, do you have food allergies? Do you have diabetes? Do you have any kind of like uh, preference in terms of a diet? And then, you know, you can start recommending things for this particular time in your day, right? Based on all these other variables. Um, so, so that's a pure digital experience that it used to be 100% analog. Um, the same is going to happen with with um, 
we, you know, how we shop, right? Like, even though we have services like, like Amazon Fresh and we have services like Instacart, it still requires you to go to the website and purchase these things. It still requires you to, to do a lot of thinking around, do I have this? Do I not have this? When am I going to use it? Is it going to go bad? And so I expect a lot of that to be um, integrated and, and digital and, and part, of, part of a one single experience. Um, so I think that for the kitchen to be smart, it has to think outside of the kitchen as well, right? And so I see the kitchen expanding more into like lifestyle, um, the same way that wearables did with the gym. You're not just training in your gym, you're training everywhere. And so it's, it's, it's really interesting. It's a very interesting time. And I think that for whatever reason, like the kitchen is one of the places that has more gadgets in the home right now, but it's one of the last ones to get upgraded. Um, and I have no idea why is that, but um, we're here to, to address them and to bring the kitchen to, to where it should be in the 21st century. Well, if you think about the home, right, and where most of the time is spent, outside of maybe the TV room for Americans, the kitchen is really the central gathering place. And it's, you know, people break bread there. They, they just talk there. They read the paper there. And so it's just such a central part of every house pretty much. And, and there's just so much happening around health and wellness and, and food and so much money pours in there through a variety of avenues. Um, and like you said, it, there's so many devices and largely unconnected to this point. So it makes sense. Kind of the, the foundation is there and it makes a lot of sense to try to bring these things together to integrate Internet of Things technology to make it smarter. Obviously, this is, this is the whole, you know, the whole idea behind our company is that, that the kitchen is uh, a place of discovery, a place of, you know, where, where you should be more, uh, more confident, where you should, that you should take more advantage of. And, but we think there's a ton of problems that can be, you know, um, with the kitchen as well. Like, you know, what should I eat right now? Do I have these? Do I not? Um, you know, what can I make with the things that I bought in the in the market this weekend? Like, there's a lot of different questions that right now don't have a, an easy way of being answered. Um, but it's a it's a huge like like you're saying like it's a huge market, it's a huge opportunity, and, and more than anything, like it's a place where you spend most of your time. And so, if we can make that a little bit better and make it serve you, uh, not you serving the kitchen, which a lot of times it feels like you're doing, um, then I think that'll be a very that will bring a lot of uh, comfort into people's homes. Yeah, and I think the conversation's changing a little bit. I mean, it's kind of become almost uh, a cliche, the, this idea of the connected refrigerator. Uh, going back, you know, over a decade, people have been talking about <laughs> it. But I think, you know, finally the conversation is changing around this idea in the kitchen and integration of technology beyond just that. And I still think the idea of the connected refrigerator is a really compelling one, and I, there's some interesting stuff going on there. But now that we're seeing uh, interesting ideas beyond that, and making a lot of other different appliances smart, um, and all you know, all kind of working around the hub of what is your mobile device, which is powering a lot of the kind of the, the interaction you're going to have with it. Um, it's just kind of potentially setting this, the stage for like another wave of innovation. I think. Yeah, I think that you know, <laughs> the 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 refrigerator is, is interesting um, for us. You know, what I can say is that I think you can invent the smart fridge without touching the fridge. And that's, that's like as much as I can say about that. But, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of interesting things happening. And there's a lot of like shift in the conversation of the kitchen. And I think that 
it's going like the internet of things, you know, when it, when it goes from early adopter to mass market, I think the kitchen is going to be one of the ones that benefits the most because most early adopters are, you know, more into the, like, you know, the computer kind of side of gadgets um, and entertaining and, and gaming and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that when it comes to, to the kitchen, like the mass market is really, is really powerful there. And it's going to be interesting to see how our companies can sell and adapt to the mass market instead of early adopters. You talked you know, a little bit of how it came together, but you know, what is your background and how did you get the idea? What was the real idea for, um, did it come, were you doing something completely different before this? Um, in a way, yes. <laughs> I, I always done uh, behavioral economics and, and I was always interested in behavioral sciences and public opinion. And so I've done a lot of research and customer research around, you know, different um, areas, like not consumer products necessarily. Um, but I brought a lot of that expertise into how we can rethink the kitchen so that the actions that you do in the physical world are actually, you know, being um, um, improved in a way by a digital experience that you can add on top of that, right? Um, and so we're kind of using technology in a way, like this company is not a company that was born with the idea of like, oh, we have Bluetooth and this and that, let's make a smart device in the kitchen because that sounds good. It was more around how can we make people eat better in the kitchen? How can we make people cook um, easier meals and not feel so threatened about the kitchen? And what technologies are out there that we can use to make that happen? And so this company was born out of, out of that kind of questions first. And then, you know, we figured out the technology. We hired great people around around these, these skills that we needed. And, and they brought, you know, not only love and passion for the kitchen, which you have to have in order to work for Orange Chef, um, but also a ton of ideas um, and a lot of like solutions that they've been hacking at home and, and, and finally put them all together into the products that we make today. Tell me about the countertop, which sounds like a really interesting product. What, what are the details on shipping? <laughs> are we going to see this next? Can I go buy this today? Yes, yeah, so countertop is available right now on orangechef.com uh, for pre-order. Um, it's going to be shipping by the end of the year. Okay, so it's going to be a little, um, little bit of time for you ship. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit, of, you know, a little bit of wait, but we sweetened the deal by offering a fifty percent discount. Um, I think that what was important to us, like with with all these new partners that we have, was to do something very special for early adopters. And so we said, okay, let's do a fifty percent off, um, you know, so that they are the first ones to find out what we're doing. And then once we cement our plans with retail, we make sure to ship to them first. Um, and so, you know, the, um, the dates are not confirmed, but it's going to be for sure in the fall. And so we're really, really excited. Um, and, and hopefully from now to the fall, we can announce some new partnerships and make your device even better even before you, you have it at home. <laughs> Talk a little bit about what, I can do with the countertop once I add an adapter, to example, for the Vitamix, or I add the adapter to the Crockpot. What am I seeing? What you know? What additional value am I getting with the countertop uh, connected device? Yeah. So let's say you let's say you want you come from a run, 
and you enter your kitchen and you know that that you want to make some some recovery smoothie. You grab the Vitamix, you put it on top of countertop, and the app is going to, you know, um, or, or your, your phone or your Apple Watch, actually, because we're going to have an app for Apple Watch, is going to, you know, send you a notification saying, oh, we see that you want to make something with Vitamix. We also see that you come from a run. Um, click here for recovery smoothies. And so you click there, and it shows you one recovery smoothie. It shows you one option, and you're matched with this option based on all these uh, parameters. And then you can say yes or no, kind of like Tinder. <laughs> and if you say no, it's going to show you another option. Um, at the same time, it's learning. So if you say no to, for example, um, this very strange but awesome sweet potato smoothie that we have, um, <laughs> and you say no to it like a couple of times, it's going to start learning that you maybe don't like this or you don't like one of the ingredients, or that you don't like the type of meal at this type of the day. And so it starts learning little by little um, your preferences, your taste. Um, and so once you find a, a suggestion that you like, and hopefully with time that's going to be the first one we show you because we're going to learn from you, then you say yes, and you go into this thing that we call make mode, where you um, start adding ingredients to the container on top of the countertop base, and it shows you this little circle, and it tells you when to stop adding that. So you start adding, for example, kale, and then it's going to tell you, okay, stop. Then you're going to start adding, like, I don't know, ice. It's going to say, okay, stop. Now you're going to add carrots. Okay, stop. And so it's basically driving you step by step through the process without you having to pre-measure, without you having to do um, any, like, messy things around the kitchen. The cool thing too about that is that because we have a, a scale in the in the it's one of the the sensors that this device has, we can rescale the recipe. So if you put more carrots, um, we're gonna tell you, hey, why don't you put a little more ice to to balance the whole thing out so that your end product is still good. Um, and so this is what we call internally cooking with bumpers. And we think that this is going to bring a lot of confidence into people's cooking because they're going to understand that cooking is not so precise, that there's some kind of bumpers there. And if you're okay with those bumpers, like within those bumpers and with a little bit of help from countertop, you're going to be okay, right? And so your cooking is going to flow much better. Um, and you're going to stop looking so much at these units of measurement and be looking more at your food and your ingredients, uh, caring more about that kind of stuff. Um, and so when you're done adding all the ingredients, you take out the blender from the countertop base, put it on, on the Vitamix machine, turn it on, and then enjoy your smoothie. And, and then when, obviously, like, it, this is going to go into your stream uh, within countertop, which is going to show you your day, your activity all together. But then it's also going to sync with Apple Health um, and any other things that you have attached to Apple Health as well. The integration with HealthKit, makes a lot of sense to me. And I think over time, more integration would make sense. So if, if there's an integration with countertop to then kind of feed into like your, your health dashboard, when but it ain't know what you've eaten, that makes sense. You have this historical record, but also maybe uh, around this idea of like, okay, I want to know what I have in the fridge. And if I have mainly just a bunch of fruit and vegetables, or I have some protein, um, that can ultimately uh, change what you guys are suggesting in, in your suggestion side of things. So are there some integrations you're going to be doing with like, I guess, food inventory? 
Absolutely. We're thinking about a lot of things that we can do in that in that area. Uh, one of the things we're doing now is we also offer substitution. So when you get a, a meal recipe, you basically say, oh, I don't have uh, strawberries, for example. And it's going to say, here's a substitution. Like, you can use mangoes, or you can use this, or you can use that. And so because of how we build the recipe templates, there's a lot of flexibility in these recipe templates themselves. And so we can offer a ton of substitutions and still work with your pantry. And what that's going to do is that when you start making substitutions, we start learning too. And so if you always substitute lettuce with kale, we know that you prefer kale to lettuce. And that is more likely for you to have kale than to have lettuce. And so we can start predicting a lot of what you have in your pantry, right? So that's a first step into, into doing that. But then, of course, we have ideas to get exactly what is that you have in your pantry at any given time, or even like forget about knowing what's in your pantry. It's more about knowing what's coming into your pantry. And so if we can recommend you like the things that you should buy based on, on the things that we know you like or dislike, um, you know, that would be a pretty powerful experience. Well, this has been great. Thanks for kind of telling me about what you guys are up to and tell me a little bit about the countertop and uh, where can people find more information at theorangechef.com? Yeah, they can go to orangechef.com and um, check out our, our video website and, and pre-order a new device. Excellent. Hey, well, thanks for spending time with me today. Absolutely. Thank you. So that's it. I hope you learned a little bit about the Smart Kitchen. What do you guys think? Let me know. Email me at thesmarthomeshow at gmail.com or reach out to me on Twitter at Michael Wolf. Michael Wolf. Wolf like the animal. Everyone wants to put an E on my last name. I don't know why. But, uh, yeah, Follow me on Twitter. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, I'd be interested to hear if you're interested in this idea of connecting devices in the kitchen, maybe letting your smartwatch connect to your your blender or all sorts of crazy combinations in between. I'd uh, be interested to hear what you guys think of this. As always, you can find more Smart Home Shows by going to technology.fm or just find us in your favorite podcast player. All right, folks, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>